We're talking about a game kind of like The Sims, only way, way more depressing. We're talking about this war of mine. Welcome to Breaking Board. How's it going, man? It's going good, dude. I'm excited to uh, to chat about the the game that we're talking about today. This war of mine, the little ones. So yeah, also, what I'm what I'm kind of excited about is that we both have good microphones now. So I hope that we have eliminated our terrible audio quality. That how how, could, how could I forget to mention that we started just a couple of episodes ago with. Both having shitty iPhone headphones. Oh, it was so ghetto. I mean, why it was did pretty we... bad. And now we have, you know, some some fancy microphones. And, and so I think uh, the audio quality is going to be excellent. We are up in the production value on this sun. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and so today's the perfect day. We're talking about uh, a really cool game. That, that, like I said, this war of mine, the little ones. Now, before we kind of get into really what, you know, what the mechanics of the game and what it's all about, I think... What's interesting do a is that when you, yeah, let's do let's do a little primer. When when you think about war games, Dave, what do you generally think about? You know, when you're when you're like, oh, I'll play subscriber, oh, someone someone's got a you know, a war game comes out. What are you? What what's the first thing that pops in your head? You know, obviously the things that come to my mind are things like you know, Call of Duty or Battlefield or you know, the, any kind of any other kind of like uh, Men of Valor or uh, you know whatever whatever other kind of game like that, a uh, Medal of Honor. Um, I mean, that's what you think of with war games, like first person shooters. Uh, there's the odd tactical game, but you know, you're always like you know, boots on the ground and you know, and conquer, sh- shoot, shooting shoot dudes. Uh, community conquer uh that's a little bit more in the fantasy realm but yeah totally um good game so 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 you think so you think you know you're as same here and so i i definitely you know i think of war games i think of you know call of duty battlefield very action heavy kind of light-hearted but this war of mine uh you know takes it in a completely different direction right this is more of a a picture of what war might really be like for you know for for citizens and for average people that are caught up in this where you know there's despair there's depression and they're just fighting to survive right um, so we, we really never see the people, the are people who are in, like the people who are impacted in war who are not the ones who are actually actively participating in war because right. usually you're the active participant you're the general or you know over or commanding your troops or you're the boots on the ground you know that are doing the fighting but you're like who are the people that are in those buildings that you're blowing up you know <laughs> like you know nobody gives a fuck about them right yeah. um but you know the, the, these are real people, real lives. I mean, like if a war were to happen, that's like you or me. You know that if we're not like enlisted, right. you know that 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 could be us. You know, it, right. it could be a very real thing. And that's what I like about this game. It's kind of sets just a kind of a completely different tone. I don't feel like anyone um, has really attempted this before, right? Of kind of showing what what war might right, really be like um, for for folks that are just you know impacted by it, but are not like as you said those folks that are directly involved and actually the troops. Uh, and so I, I really, really like that about this game. 
Um, and there's a lot of, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, f- fuck war in the game, right? That's the first thing you actually see on the title screen. I mean, obviously, it's a very anti-war game. So it's kind of the opposite of every other war game. It's not something that glorifies war. It's saying, fuck war. It's pointless and stupid, and people are affected by it. Um, it, Like I said, it's the first thing you see on the title screen. It's the first thing in graffiti that's outside of your home is, fuck this war. Um, It might be a little gratuitous that you just kind of see it, but it's very appropriate, you know, given given the context. So I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, totally. So so, uh, let's get into kind of, you know, a little bit more into about the game. Uh, so originally, this War of Mine was released on PC, actually, um, mm-hmm. in 2014. Um, I think it had a you know a moderate amount of success, uh, and about a year, year and a half later, apparently, early... it actually uh, gained back uh, the money they spent on the game uh, in the first two days after release. So yes, it really? was it was at least okay, that so, successful. So, okay, so it was it was successful, definitely. Uh, and so they decided to release an expansion called The Little Ones, uh, which was released in early 2016, and that was also um, released on consoles. It was the first release of this War of Mine on consoles. And so you and I had never played this game. Uh, yeah, no, I- but however, it uh, is the free kind of PlayStation Plus game, one of the free PlayStation Plus games this month. And so um, if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you should really check it out because you really and have And especially else. if you're listening to this in January of 2017, be sure yes. to pick it up. Uh, and that this isn't some kind of, you know, you're listening to the backlog of episodes and uh, you miss out on it. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you know, check it out on Steam. Uh, usually you can find it on some good sales. Um, I know I've been interested in this game for quite some time. Uh, I saw it on Steam sales, and I remember looking at the videos and, and looking up information about the game, and it seemed right up my alley. It seemed like the type of game that was just offbeat enough to seem interesting. Right. And I just never, I never clicked purchase, and I don't know why, but I just never did. Uh, and so when I saw it as a PS Plus game, I was excited. And I'm like, yes, I could finally play this game. I can yeah. see what it's all about and see what I've been missing. So, Dave, w- walk us through the premise. Let's let's hear it from let's hear it from you. So, this is a survival game. Um, it's very much about you have uh, a group of people that are in a kind of abandoned part of the city. It's kind of make a like a bombed out building, uh, and it's a fictional city called Pogorin Graznavia. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, but I think that's how I say it. So, um, uh, apparently it was inspired by the siege of Sarajevo during the Bosnian war. So that's an interesting little fact. Wow. Um, yeah. And so that's why it's very, you know, kind of anti-war. They were inspired by this kind of conflict that happened between 1992 and 1996, uh, where this, this city was being sieged and people were living this way. And so like, well, let's kind of expose people to how how their reality was. And I think that's the point they're trying to come across. And so I'll, I'll first say that the game is pretty brutal, um, which the one... In what, in what sense? It's pretty brutal because, you know, it, it doesn't really tell you what to do. It yeah, just kind of right. it just kind of puts you in this environment with these people, and they're like, uh, "Survive." Um, there's war going on. Uh, shit's it's gone. Shit hit the fan. Uh, now you have to deal with it. 
that part I was actually pretty surprised about just because most games, you know, except for things like Dark Souls, I guess, you know, you know, at least keep walk you through a, kind of the basics. Right. But as far as I remember, you're basically uh, you start the game out um, and it's day one and you're and you just kind of have to go. Right. And there's no kind of tutorial about the controls or what you should be doing. You just kind of figure it out and learn on your own. Right. You, Which I you, thought was pretty cool. Yeah, you're just kind of in this building, you're kind of left to figure it out, you start picking things up, you start looking that you can start building and crafting stuff, and, um, you know, it's not really... Go ahead. I said, so you take control of multiple characters, and I think... I think later on you can choose what characters you you might want to use. Yeah, there there is kind of a build a scenario uh, later on, Um, and there's also, like, five storylines that you can pick from. Uh, and so I think, uh, you and I got, at first got thrown into the same, actually, no, we got thrown into different storylines. You had the girl. I did not. Uh, and then I died. My, all all my people died. (laughs) But how far did you make it? Right. So, so the, so, so, so the way that it works, right. Is that I got to like day eight. It it wasn't, it wasn't far at all. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think I got to like day 13 or 14 and I, it was a stretch. Like I kept going, but I was like, I had no. I think around day eight or day nine, the same time as you, I basically had no way. My game was so effed up, essentially. There was no way I was going to bring it back to a positive, and I just kept going and kept going, and then eventually all my characters died. But so let's talk about kind of the mechanics and and, and how it all works, right? So so as we said, uh, you're you're kind of placed in this random house. You, you're the first time through. You know, you're not given any guidance on what you need to do, and you have a cup. You know. Depending on, I, I think the first time you always have three characters, um, but afterwards, not if you try always, to, but continue. Okay, I'm sorry, um, but, you, <laughs> but you have some characters, and you're basically in this house, and you're scavenging, and there's, you know, there's, you basically control these different characters. You can switch between them, uh, and you can have them start doing various tasks inside the mm-hmm. house, right? So you might be able to, you might, it might be a pile of rubble, and you can run over. Uh, and 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 tab X and and they'll kind of search through it and hopefully you'll find uh, some items and some crafting things that you can use to build other things such as a bed or a, a stove to cook food or a metal workshop to to craft a lockpick or a or blade. a shovel so you can shovel through those piles of rubble easier um, right so you can uh, get you can get tools to make your life easier um, or weapons or other things to help you in your in your journey right and so. You go through these various tasks during the day, and then night comes. And so what happens at night? So at night is kind of your your scavenging time. Uh, So that's when you go out to various locations. So it gives you kind of this mini-map, and you can go to um, – more more locations open up as the game kind of goes on. And you can go and scavenge for supplies. Now, when you get supplies there – um, I mean, that's, that's all you can get. So there's like a, it lets you know, like a percentage of how many supplies you've, you've picked over, um, right. from this area. And so you can like, there, it starts you off with one where there's no people and there's no, right. you know, there, there's no adverse things going on. So it's very easy. So you can just kind of pick it over. Once it's done, you got to start kind of venturing out into other areas and you got to kind of figure out, you know, um, you know, what, what you need. And how you're how you're going to accomplish getting what you need, and sometimes things get a little dire, and you have to make some choices. 
Yeah, and so the the I mean, I think that the the first off is the interesting thing is that right, right? You can only take, as far as I know, you can only take one person to go scavenge. Yeah, only one um, person at a time. And the other people, essentially, you have the option of letting them sleep because they get tired if they're not sleeping well, and even then they'll get they'll get tired. Um, and you have the option uh, to to essentially guard uh, your safe house, let's call it right, and so. The thing that happens is during the night when you have, you know, if you maybe take one person to go scavenge, um, you can get raided by other groups of people that are trying to survive, right? So there's right. always kind of uh, this kind of balance that you need to strike to make sure that, hey, I'm, I'm going out to get, you know, new supplies and, and items and, and weapons, but I need to make sure that, you know, my my existing group back in the safe house is not raided. Right, because um, you, could, you could spend you know, all night grab, grabbing food and grabbing supplies, and then you come back and find that you're raided and all the supplies you had had just got stolen. Uh, and uh, one of your people got uh, really wounded because right, they right. were fighting up somebody. So, And then you need to, and then you basically need to figure out how to feed them, right? Do you have the right items for that? Do you need to, do you have medicine? If you don't have right. it, where are you going to go to get it? Um, and so it's just really cool. I mean, a lot of there, there's has been other games that have done this kind of survival crafting mechanic, right? There's a bunch of them. Uh, but I think that this game does it really, really well. And because, you know, you're in this setting, uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. And I think it's kind of a unique take on it. And I think uh, the the one parallel I, I brought up to you was that it's kind of like Oregon Trail. It's like a modern wartime version of Oregon Trail. Uh, it could definitely be used as kind of like a an classic. education device. Oh, Oregon Trail, definitely a classic. Oh, man. You, you, remember, uh, you remember, I think, I don't know if we were in like elementary school or middle school. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was elementary school, Oregon man. Trail, dude, it was so... on the Apple IIc, or I think it was called, and, you know, with the oh, so good. four color graphics. Yeah, it's amazing. And you, uh, I'm sure... How far we've come. But the game, the, the game was so fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's still, I think that game was ahead of its time. I think even oh. when I played it, I'm like, this This game's, I, I didn't even know it was ahead of its time, but I felt like it was. Um, <laughs> just, just because, I mean, <laughs> you had your people dying of dysentery, you were fording the river, you were losing oxen left and right, you were, uh, you know, trying to, you know, buy supplies. And it, uh, there's, there's a lot of parallels um, with kind of that game and this one in terms of it's just about survival and it's about getting to the end. It's, it's not about conquering anything. Right, right. It's just right, about, right. it's just about getting to the end and and it having your misery be over it's yeah you really know, what it's about before you mention this before you mention oregon trail i'd have i had actually never thought of of making that that correlation but i'm sure i mean i'd be surprised if all of these kind of the, everything in the survival genre was wasn't inspired by uh the oregon trail so that's yeah that's i think definitely. a lot of the survival genre kind of owes a lot to oregon trail because i think it was kind of the first survival game yeah and that was an educational uh, game that was was set up by an educational company, which is crazy. It's crazy. It's also crazy because even though the graphics were like obviously at the time like pretty cartoony, right? There's like some serious thing oh. themes going on there, right? Like death and disease. Yeah, and yeah. You, you're trying you're, to keep your family like, alive. You yeah. have your you have your mom die of dysentery, and then you know you you run out and your sister starves, and uh, maybe you maybe you limp across the finish line. And then like okay, we're in Oregon. Happy days. <laughs> you know, let's look at the tombstones of all my dead family. <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> <What> jeez, the... <laughs> it's kind of uh, it's pretty terrifying. 
Yeah. Um, which is bad. That, look, it's a great game. You know, maybe maybe it's, maybe someday we'll do an episode uh, purely about Oregon Trail. Revisit but, but for now, Oregon Trail. Revisit Oregon Trail, but for now uh, we're going to take it back to uh, this war of mine. Uh, and so... And so, you know, we've talked about one of the cool things, too, that we that I failed to mention earlier was that um, during the scavenging, scavenging, um, as you mentioned, uh, you know, when you start out and you go to scavenge, usually like, you, you know, a couple places you can go. It's it's uh, it's fairly empty. Right. There's no there's no foes. There's no enemies. There's no real danger. Um, but that changes fairly quickly. Um, and as you go scavenge, then you have to do kind of light. You kind of have these light stealth mechanics. Right. Where. Um, right. So, you know, you may you make make a little noise if you run, so you have to kind of scavenge quietly. Quietly, excuse me. Uh, this and is so especially that, if you're going to go try to steal from somebody, because there are right. people, other people living in this world who are also trying to survive, and you can make the choice to steal things, not just take things that are off the ground and scavenge, but actually go into people's residences and take what they have. Right. And, uh, and, and speaking of that, right, you can take what they have and you can be stealthy and steal, or you can just go, you know, you could craft weapons in this game and you can go and just kind of beat the shit out of them, right? And kill them. <laughs> if you want to. And, and so what's, what's interesting, right? And I, I didn't, I don't know why I did this. And, and this is my first playthrough. I think I took one of my characters, I think it was, I think it was Pavle. Uh, and apparently there was a, there was kind of a, a, a location where there was an elderly couple and so i just assumed you know i went there to scavenge and they told me to leave i just assumed hey maybe they have a weapon you never know maybe they have a shotgun and so i just i murdered them and <laughs> i actually you know and straight up murdered the elderly I, couple i did and you know what it's really <laughs> weird i i felt pretty bad about it actually and i don't know why because like like i said like it's not like the graphics are are, are all that amazing um, and so it doesn't feel super visceral. It's about the choice you made, and it right. makes, and the game's going to make you feel terrible about it. And I'll and I'll tell you something about that elderly couple is that if you go into that in, in that in that house, uh, and you just start taking their shit, they're not they're not going to do anything. They're just <laughs> well, going to be they're, they're, they're just going to be like they're just going to be like please please don't take my stuff. <laughs> and then you start taking their stuff, and they're like. Why? Why are you doing this? Uh, do, do you really have to do this? I, I, can you not take my wife's medication, please? She needs this to live. Please, please don't take our food. You can take our jewelry. You can take whatever you want. But you went in and you just straight up murdered them. I think you should cut that part, Dave. Why? <laughs> it sounded too like murder them. <laughs> uh, I'm not cutting it. Anyway, we're going. So. so- yeah, I, th- th- I did not know that. Um, but what's interesting is that my character, when after doing that and after returning the next day, uh, Pavle was depressed, extremely depressed, right. right? Because I think, and it's interesting, right? It's like these, again, these are not these are not soldiers. They're not they're they're not natural. They're not trained soldiers and killers. They're just average people trying to survive. Um, just trying but, to get by. They're just trying to get by, but sometimes they make uh, they have to make really difficult decisions to get by, which which I did, right? And so then the my character he was just kind of sitting on the floor depressed. I couldn't control him anymore, and so and he also he was you know there's an indicator under um, when you look at your certain characters, so you can tell like you know what uh, what they're affected by at the moment. Maybe they're tired, they're hungry, they're sad, whatever it is. And so I saw that he was you know tired and hungry. I couldn't even eat. I had to actually take another character, uh, walk over to him and feed him. Uh, and so it was, 
it's re- it's a really interesting um design you felt pretty decision. bad about yourself didn't you oh I felt, I felt terrible yeah i felt terrible but it gets worse because then <laughs> it gets worse it gets worse because then I, I like you know i don't think i also had like you know i could have probably i think you can craft alcohol and i hear i, I read that i think the alcohol helps right because who doesn't love to drink when they're not in a good mood yeah uh, and, I'll, and i'll talk about that later okay <laughs> but uh but essentially um you know, my character continued to be depressed, and then I went to scavenge uh, with uh, with one of my other characters. I think Bruno. I can't remember the name. That sounds about uh, right. And and then I came I came back, and Pavla had committed suicide. I oh my god! And and it's yeah, really interesting Pavla too because they don't show himself. you. They don't. They don't. There's like they don't show you anything, right? There's no actual. Oh, so he, like, so he wasn't like so he wasn't like hanging there or seeing with like a. So they, they didn't they didn't make they didn't go really dark with it then. They don't go really dark. They they, they show you basically like a kind of like a, a hero image or like a little graphic that shows like the feet dangling, right? But it's like it's like a almost looks like oh, kind of cartoon okay. style art, right? So but you don't actually see your character in the game world. He's just okay. he or she or they're just gone. Because that'd be pretty startling if they have like your character walk in. Hey, look how much stuff I got this night, and then you see the person just hanging there. Now that would be pretty devastating as well. <laughs> Like, yes, it would. I don't want to uh, see that, but that would really make you feel shitty. That would that would make you feel. That's something like The Last of Us would probably do. I was actually thinking. I, I got speaking of that. I got major The Last of Us vibes from this game, even though they're yeah. so so different in many ways. Um, there's just something, especially the music. There's kind of a, a really uh, there's a very subtle kind of theme that's generally playing in the background um, during the day, and it sounds you know it's got that kind of twangy guitar that The Last of Us has, it's, which is yeah, awesome. I can see that, and and also kind of the aesthetic, those kind of um, you're saying where it showed the hero shot, the hero card. It yep. kind of reminds me of the um, Last of Us multiplayer uh, in the um, kind of the lobby art or when it says like, ooh, you're the, the hunters are coming or whatever like that. Uh, kind of the multiplayer oh, component yeah. of Last of Us has kind of oh, got yeah, a little yeah, bit of yeah, parallel. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, so I, th- this game's awesome. And, and so one of the things that we actually uh, should talk about is that, um, you know, I think what we've described for the most part uh, is is really the core, the core, you know, this war, this war of mine, but not the little ones, which is kind of the expansion piece that was included. So, so walk us through that, Dave. Right. And so the, the key piece of the little ones, and that's referring to children. And so... I, I believe the, the original core game didn't have any children in it. Um, you know, so the uh, expansion brings that element in. Uh, and, you know, because children are, are, are greatly impacted by war more than like anybody else. And so, you know, like having to be, you know, raised in this environment. And I think what they really wanted to do was get that hit that point home. And so when I started a new game, which I, I ended up surviving um, the 40 days uh, which is takes to, sur- wow. to survive to survive the war. I survived that long, um, and I started a new storyline. And I saw one was about a father and his daughter, um, and it's kind of about their story of starting in you know one of these bombed out shelters. Um, and there's a little bit of different dynamic, and this one started out a lot a lot harder uh, than the first time I played through. And the reason why is because uh, kids can't do really anything you know they're they're very much dependents um 
you know, they need a lot of attention. So, you know, they're like, hey, play a game with me, you know, so they'll play patty cake or they'll, you know, or the kid gets depressed very easily. And so you have to talk to her. And I'm like, I don't have time to like build up my place because I have to take care of this kid. And then I have to feed right. this kid. And she's like, Daddy, what are you doing? Um, so so is, is the is the child not capable of doing can't anything perform- in terms of um, so I, I'm I'm about halfway through my playthrough. I've heard that you can kind of train the kid to do certain things uh, eventually, like maybe have one, maybe have uh, Bruno teach her to cook. Because what happens is, and I don't know if you got far long, long enough of the game, is that people will knock on your door and say, will you take me in? Um, so in, right. in, 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 the, in the playthrough I had uh, where my Pavle uh, died, uh, he got shot in the back by by military people um and i'm like oh no i only have two people i should probably give up but i kept going and eventually i got i got new people and i, I actually had two people replaced uh wow. so I ended, I ended up with three people even though I, I went down to two a couple times because i had people knocking on the door and you know saying hey can you take me in we did um uh, so I, I didn't have that i i didn't experience that related though one of the things i did experience that i was very wary about was that people would knock on my door just to barter mm. and trade, which is also kind of cool right as a cool yeah and you could cool depend on that system. happening every couple of days that somebody will do the barter and trading but what if some but that's what i thought of, like what if i open the door because i'm like and this person just murders me no, I'll, that, I, I'm, I'm going to assuage those fears because that actually never happens. Oh, uh, I think it would be way more interesting, right? Like, I would oh, agree. I, have any I would agree, and we'll get into this when we start talking about the cons of the game, and maybe maybe we can start talking about that now. Um, yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Is that the game can be very predictable, um, and it gets very predictable, but that only happens when you kind of learn and see how the game ticks. Um, and so through my 40 day playthrough, I kind of started to see how the game ticks and I started to be able to kind of game the system. Um, in what way? In what way is that, uh, I found out a way to survive, um, without having to do much of anything. Okay. Um, Phil, you, 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 you f- fill us in here, right? At least help, help, help <laughs> my brother out here so I can kind of try this so, on my next playthrough. So, so, so you mentioned alcohol. Um, one yes. thing that's crucially important. Great. Good times. Uh, is alcohol, and that's not to drink it. It's to trade it. Uh, it has great trade value. And oh. so, you can, so you can make alcohol. You can buy a still, a distillery, uh, and you can start, you know, you, you get enough supplies and whatnot. You can, you can make all this stuff. And and so you can start manufacturing your own alcohol. So I had, I pretty much had like a, an alcohol plant where I was, I was manufacturing alcohol like crazy uh, as long as I had the supplies to do so. I had. But to, then did I, you not go out? Did you? So I'm assuming you had a, probably had a scavenge. Oh, I had to scavenge for supplies. And I, once you had that, you just said, okay, I'm going to sit here all day and make alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I did that, but I, I, I had to go out every night, which I did. However, I, I I stole from a couple key places, but I never really I didn't have to kill anybody, I didn't have to hurt anybody, and so right. um, yeah, I mean I I was able to survive with uh, minimal uh, intervention with any any other humans in this world, and so you know I did some bartering and trading, uh, mainly trading away my alcohol. Um, <laughs> so I was a I was like a 1930s bootlegger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I, was, I was the beer baron of Grugras. Yeah, I was running uh, of uh, Grasnavia, you know. You're like, ah, oh, beer baron, so, you're, you're booze. I'm like, ah, yes, I am the party king. Let's go. 
I'm very uh, interested in your wares. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are, you booze hound. Why don't you take it? So, yeah. <laughs> Aside from that, being able... I mean, it took a while to, to, to really see, like, that kind of gaming of the system. And, you know, that's just me trying to kind of gamify everything that I do. And I kind of I kind of lost, you know, I was trying to opt- optimize my experience. And so yeah. I, I found a way to do that. Um, but we're talking about the cons. Um, what did... I know. I know. There's a gripe you had with the game. What was the gripe you had off the bat? Yeah, I mean, I think right away the thing that and, it, and it's and it's what you told me. You're like, this game's good, but I'm gonna tell you this. Yeah, it's the controls are just at least you know again we're, we play this on on console on, on PlayStation Four. The controls just aren't great, right? I think it's very clear that this game um, was built as a PC game, uh, as a point and click game driven by your mouse. Um, on PC, and so that really shows because you know you use kind of your the analog stick to move your characters, uh, and then you know as you approach various kind of items and things that you can interact with, uh, some contextual icons appear, uh, and so that you, you, it's it's weird. You kind of have to walk up to that particular um, that particular thing that you interact with, and then you hit the D pad instead of the left stick to cycle through some various options. Uh, which can be tough. And then when you want to, you know, you also climb stories, uh, you know, up, go up or down of your building, of the building that you're in. And that just feels off. And sometimes you get stuck and you're going in the wrong direction. Um, and and, I, and I, this is actually like, it's, it's, it's actually really, really bad. I mean, I have, can't remember the last time that I, like, I was like fighting control so much. But the thing is, is that, and again, the game is is still so interesting that I like dealt with it, right? And I think right, you, you I'm sure you did, it. you did too, right? Yeah, you fight through it, which kind of sucks because I think um, it would be, you know, it's an enjoyable game, um, and it would be just a, 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 you know, it'd be a lot more enjoyable if if I wasn't fighting. I, I think where it's really annoying is that um, you can tell it wasn't made for like analog controls because you start when you when you commit to like going up a ladder, it's not like you can climb up the ladder like with the analog stick it's like you click up on the analog stick and right, you're going to the climb animation. the ladder and that's it and the animation will continue you're like no i didn't mean to do that and it's like now the game's like you know fuck you, you you've already you've committed to this and i'm like but i didn't mean to it's an analog stick <laughs> you know it's not I'm, I'm it's not a binary control you know it has nuance yeah. but there is no nuance to the control right, right. um it just kind of is what it is and then, then that's okay. You, you can you can get used to it, but it's not ideal. You, you can it's just... not ideal. I'm actually surprised that they didn't. And, and maybe it's just because you know developers feel like you know if they were to go this other route that I'm, I'm going to go into, you know, they felt like they, maybe they feel like there's not enough, you know, players not able to interact enough. But you know, certain games for their menu systems have put, just given you like a really nice pointer system. Uh, and so I would, I, I just, I, to be honest, I would have rather had just had kind of a, a pointer system with my analog and then just run over th- to, you know, move my analog stick over to this very, this, this item. I don't think X. that would be a better experience, actually. I, I, I don't think so. I, I'm going mean, dis- to disagree with you, buddy. And that's okay. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, again, I've never, I would have to try it and see what it feels like. And maybe they did. I, but... ju- I, ju- I just think if they would have given you that little finer grain of control of like, going up and down and stuff like that, I, like, it would alleviate a lot of frustrations. Because I like having direct control over my characters, you know? I don't, I don't like, like, point and click's fine, but I don't want to do point and click with the controller. Eh. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it's it's funny. Doesn't The Walking Dead 
on 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 uh, on console. So I guess it lets you control the character, but you still have a pointer with a right stick or something like that. Yeah, I think I, th- I think it, that's right. Actually, it probably doesn't. It's been feel a while. It's been a while right, since yeah. I played that. Which so great, yeah, so which I think great game by the way, which I, I would love, I would love to talk about. So in terms of other things that are kind of, you know, on the con side of things, um, I'd say the graphics, you know, they're they're not the greatest. And and I think it has a kind of a um they chose an interesting aesthetic where they have this kind of um this kind of pencil or sketch look that's kind of overlaid on top of the the, the 3D polygons. Right. And I think they were trying to Which go... sounds cool when I think about it, but then seeing it how it was kind of implemented right. in practice and, is kind and, of like ugh. And I and I noticed I went into the the menus and it said like pick your your pencil sketch. yeah you could, right. your pencil sketch options like yeah you know, you, you, you could turn it up or less sketchy or whatever and I'm like why actually like, why I thought they it would do be great. this and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think and it looks terrible I I feel like whoever worked on the graphics of this game like they created that like pencil shader and they're like dude this is dope like. You have got, we have got to put this in the game. And it's like, oh yeah, it's kind of like a storybook, bro. Nice. Yeah. I think people are really going to dig that. But it, um, but, but to, it, it adds, it really doesn't add anything, right? It doesn't I think really it add anything. I think they could, have, they could have taken that out and it would have been fine. Yeah, it would have been fine. I, I don't think, uh, you know, look, lesson learned. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think overall the graphics are, they're just okay. They're serviceable. They get the job done. I, I do like that the game has this kind of, dark tone to it as it should right. given it's a, the it's a very kind war. of it's a very monochromatic yes There's not a lot of color to it um which kind of adds to the kind of that this is a very dark very bleak uh, environment that you're in so um i, I it, it, the graphics are kind of hit and miss um they kind of just went kind of an odd direction not really sure why but yeah. uh, i think i think there was something they were trying to do and it just didn't really come across but uh, you know, happens. It, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't detract from the game. It's just kind of one of those things you're kind of scratching your head, going, "Why?" Yeah, I just, it's interesting <laughs> now. Now I think about it as we're talking about these cons, right? I think that you know, just just thinking about these things. If if it was a, this was almost any other game, this would it would really bother me. But it feels like as we talk about the cons, I know cons. Excuse me, I know we're complaining about the game, but it's the game is just that interesting and unique and fun. Uh, that it just it's able to easily overcome these things. I feel like even though like yeah, the controls are so for fucking frustrating, but it's just like I'm just willing to let it go. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's totally forgivable. All of all all of this are are forgivable issues. Uh, we just want to kind of point them out. You know, give 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 people you know kind of the full. Uh, breadth of what this game is, and that you know, knowing it's not a perfect game, but it, it is worthwhile one. Right. So. Dave, with that, you know, what, what, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's very easy. Um, if you're a PlayStation owner, a PS4 owner, and you have PlayStation Plus, it's very, very easy for us to recommend this game in January of 2017 because it is currently the one of the free PlayStation Plus games. So, yeah, totally download it. Uh, definitely play it. Uh, spend an afternoon, take a rainy afternoon, play this game. It's gonna make you think. It's gonna make you kind of go, oh yeah, yeah. War is super shitty. Um, and it's not political in any way. It's just kind of just saying, hey, you know, just kind of kind of look at this other aspect of of war and and it'd be like, you know, it would be really terrible. Um. You know, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think I worded that well, but uh, you know, that's not not <laughs> up for me to do. Uh, I'm talking about video games for crap's sake. Um, 
<laughs> so anyway, just give it a shot. Uh, you won't be disappointed. It's probably not going to hold your attention for like dozens of hours, but you know, it, give it a, give it a playthrough or two, and I think you'll you'll be surprised. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, I, I think that's 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 exactly how I feel about it too. You know, I don't I, I imagine that I'm not going to be playing this game in a couple of months. Uh, that's okay. I think that it was the you know my first playthrough and I, even my second playthrough. I think are are really really interesting, and it just it just to me feels like you know it feels so different from everything else uh, that's out there on the market that I've been playing that it's absolutely worth trying. And again, it's 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 free uh, if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber for January. So at, at the very least, have it be it like up. a palate cleanser to whatever weather games you're playing you know just you right. know kind of which, which it is for you right because your 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 game's rocket league and so you'll be playing rocket league which is totally different than you'll switch to this you'll switch to this war of mine the little ones and get like super depressed and melancholy oh that's totally what i'm gonna do tonight is i'm gonna play some rocket <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna finish i'm actually playing this war of mine right now uh not at this very moment as we're talking but i have it on pause uh, i'm getting ready to dive back into my uh I'm, I'm making sure that that little girl survives to the end of the war um yeah. But, you know, and then after that, I'm going to rock it up in some Rocket League. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. So until next time, this has been Breaking Board. <laughs>